Wednesday. Welcome back to another edition of WeatherWise, the podcast from us, the meteorologist here at 47ABC WMDT. Uh, for those of you listening outside of the area, we are a local TV station, the ABC affiliate on the Delmarva Peninsula in the mid-Atlantic portion of the United States. We like to talk about weather, of course, and weather-wise here locally, but we talk about national weather events that pertain to us, but also what's going on in the news. And sometimes we even dip into the international. If there is uh, stuff going on in the world about weather, we talk about it. And we're always looking outside our area uh, to see what's going to be happening here with the tropics this time of the year, stuff like that. Uh, and of course, we're going to touch on that here in just a moment. But uh, nothing tropical in nature here recently. I'm back this week with meteorologist Ulysses Garcia. And Ulysses, hey. uh, we, we're not dealing with, uh, we'll talk about the tropics in a moment, yeah. um, the latest update on that. But what we've been dealing with is just kind of a nasty rain, right? Yeah, like especially on, on Sunday. Uh, Sunday was really just, uh, it was when we really dealt with more of the rain. We just had this like low pressure that I noticed like when I was on air on Friday, it was just a little, little, blot, little showers over the Bahamas and Florida. And it kind of just slowly started drifting towards the north throughout the weekend. Like I know Saturday, it was really sunny in the morning. And then by the afternoon, the high clouds really began to take over. And you know, that's indicating that the storm is coming. And then by the time we made our way into Sunday, uh, we had maybe a few showers in the morning, but it was really more in the afternoon and into the evening where we really dealt with more of a steadier rain across the area and eventually just more of a fog and just a, a mist and a, a drizzle. And that's kind of been the, the trend here in going into Monday where we're just kind of like dealing with the fog and just a drizzle, but loss of the rain. But overall, just really just a, a gloomy type of like Pacific Northwest type of lifestyle. It know? does remind you, doesn't it, of like <laughs> Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just won't stop raining. And if it stops raining, it's, it's cloudy. But one thing you touched on, it was a disturbance that you watched coming out of the south and east. That's something toward the end of the week when I was forecasting for the weekend. It was, you know, we were going to cut the weekend in half. Saturday was going to be great. Sunday was going to be kind of the nasty day. And we're holding on to this in the early part of the week. This is also a sign of the type of the season we're in because this is reminiscent of the type of systems we have to typically handle off the coast back in the spring. Whereas uh, the water temperatures are now not as warm. So these things that develop, they can develop into tropical systems. Again, which we'll touch on here because we are looking at something down in that location. But this is not tropical in nature, right? It's just this small disturbance that's strong enough to create showers and storms across uh, the Atlantic Ocean. But, uh, you know, not much in the way of any wind or necessarily yeah. threat of flooding or anything like that. So it's not, we're not looking at the repeat of the remnants of Ian. But the typical here is we go into early and mid-fall for us to get these systems that just bring in rain and it's a real cool pattern. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, like, like you said, this, uh, the good news about this system is just, it's just really more just a gloomy factor, just keeping us with some rain. But it's not, not a windmaker, not a coastal flooding event, unlike other storms where we've gone, um, you know, in October, so that's that's the good news. You know, this is not something that's really impacting the beaches or anything like that. It's just a we've had a little bit of wind on Sunday, but it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like really a big windmaker. I think we maybe had a gust, maybe at one point up to thirty miles an hour. But that and that's about it. that's some definitely good news because if um, a couple of weekends ago, uh, obviously people in these locations remember this clearly. But on Delmarva, part of the area that was hardest hit by the wind and rain were the Delaware beaches up to the mouth of the Delaware Bay. Uh, places like uh, Slaughter Beach over to Lewis and even the hard hit areas that we've been um, seeing over and over having issues with erosion like Rehoboth Beach. 
Those areas pounded with the last big storm. This one, thankfully, like you said, there wasn't really any wind with it. We weren't looking at coastal flooding. So some better news for those folks, yeah. especially for the Delaware beaches. So happy to be able to report that. But we're not done yet with the tropics, right? We're now looking at two disturbances. What are you seeing out there in the Atlantic? And keeping in mind, we're recording this on a Monday morning here for our, our Wednesday. But starting the work week here, we're looking out into the southeast, uh, off the southeast coast, and you're seeing something out there. So yeah, so just to the east of our our little troublemaker that we've been dealing with on Delmarva. So just east of that, we're actually dealing with just two disturbances. One that's pretty much just going to be like right over Bermuda. That has a 40% chance of development over the next five days. And uh, this one, since it's a little bit more into now in the mid-latitudes, if it were to develop characteristics, you know, it, it could even become subtropical instead of a tropical cyclone. Um, it just depends. And then there's one just south of that one that's more just to the northeast of the Bahamas that has a lower chance of development, a 20% chance of development over the next five days. So, um, and even that one, they're even projecting that that one could even get some subtropical uh, characteristics. So what that means is that it might, it'll be a hybrid of your traditional mid-latitude cyclones, the ones that we get like pretty much, uh, you know, just your run-of-the-mill low pressures that we get that make their way across the United States with, you know, some tropical characteristics. So just a little bit of both. Um, because the fact that we're also moving towards a cooler trend in this year and the fact that water temperature is starting to go down, it's not completely tropical. So it's kind of kind of getting a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of each, you know? Yeah. I, I, and it, watching in those situations, too, it's less that you were talking about with the water temperature lessening across the area cooling. We're less worried about those uh, typical stronger hurricanes with the high winds. And now it's more just about systems that are strong enough to produce a lot of rain. And we have to, of course, at this time of the year, watch anything that's landfalling, uh, potentially bringing a ton of rain to the area, right? Rain, and, and obviously, like you mentioned a moment ago, also like coastal flooding as right. well. So like, it just depends. It doesn't have to be a major named hurricane. It could just be a named tropical storm, and that's really all you need yeah. to cause those problems here in this part of the uh, country, the mid-Atlantic coast, the eastern shore, specifically here in Delmarva. So watching that closely in the tropics, um, you know, and the flip on to the other side here of uh, what's nice about this time of the year, what everyone I know has been excited about, being able to go to the pumpkin patches across the area. We had that beautiful start to the weekend. Not so beautiful start to the work week, but one thing that's encouraging to get out to the pumpkin patches to get some leaf gazing as our leaves here in Delmarva start to change colors is the fact that the comfortable temperatures are set to stick with us. I'm looking at the um, 8 to 14 day range, specifically the first week of November and uh, we're looking at well above normal temperatures for the mid-Atlantic and the Northeast specifically as part of the country. So, you know, this time of the year, averages running in the mid 60s for highs. So well above normal for us would be what, mid 70s. So looking at very comfortable days, comfortably cool nights on, you know, average mid 40s. That's what we expect for nighttime lows. We're gonna be ranging in the 50s going forward. So um, at least that stretch for being outside right at the peak leaf changing part of the year for us here can't be better than that it's uh, good to see uh, some vivid colors already showing up on the other side of the bay bridge in the baltimore and dc areas so we're going to be seeing some of those colors coming in right at the time here of this stretch of above normal temperatures and to go along with that the precipitation outlook is slightly above normal so we're not looking at least from a long-range perspective of any extended period of potentially not even just heavy rain, but rainy periods, kind of like we're talking about coming out of the weekend starting this week. Nothing that would be extended like we've been seeing to start the week. So I think everything for a recipe of great 
you know, leaf gazing and pumpkin patch type weather is really coming together here. So it's nice to see that. Of course, we know that doesn't last forever. When we go later into November, I'm sure we're going to be getting into at least uh, another really big push of true fall temperatures. We had those frosts earlier, and we talked yeah. about it last week on the podcast. And, um, you know, we're getting to the time of the year, too. We should be preparing for our first freeze and really the end of the growing season across Delmarva. So we're watching that closely, too. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think in Salisbury, though, we did we did bottom out at 32 back on, I want to say it was uh, Wednesday morning. So, I think so, yeah. So, the, so the, you know, so, uh, but yeah, like you're saying, we're nearing the end of the, the growing season. So definitely keep that in mind. We're going to start. And also keep in mind that when you see these temperatures get, you know, a little bit above average, you're going to get a little too comfortable. And then keep in mind that, it's, uh, you know, this tends to happen at this time of the year where we get a little too comfortable. And then before you know it, you're going to hit that brick wall, and that's going to be that strong cold front that's going to dive us back down to reality. So, yes. so enjoy it, but, you know, just don't get a little too comfortable because, remember, cool, colder weather is arriving. You know? And you bring up a good point with that big cold front, and <clears throat> that inevitably it will be coming through the area, and that will likely come with some very gusty winds. At this time of the year, when you get that real cold, dry air along a strong front, it tends to tumble as it moves into the area, yeah. and that creates those real big uh, gusty winds that you typically get on a fall day after a cold front's moved through. When we talk about leaves changing, that's usually how a lot of the trees lose a lot of those changed leaves. It takes that one big cold front to come through, really bring a lot of those leaves down. So that presents in itself a driving issue, let alone an issue with having to get out there and do a lot of raking. So we know that that uh, all kind of goes hand in hand with what we expect in middle and late November across the area. So get set for that. It's going to be a lot of leaf raking here sooner than later. Yeah. And uh, that'll go along with some colder temperatures. But uh, for fall lovers, I'm sure we'll be welcoming that as we get closer and closer to those type of events. But keeping an eye on, uh, of course, the temperature and precipitation trend, um, we will uh, at least happy at this point to talk about the fact that I think we could say we're done with the drought, right? Uh, I think, well, we're at least close to it. We're getting close to it. I know the drought monitor still has Acomac County under a moderate drought, and they still have, um, you know, most of Worcester and about the southern half of Somerset under a abnormally dry condition. So I do think that with the rain that we got on Sunday, hopefully we'll see what happens when they update it on Thursday morning. But it should continue to decrease downward. So and to bring everybody at home kind of up to date on that, we were looking at much much more problematic drought conditions across all of Delmarva before what uh, Ulysses there just uh, talked about, right? Yeah, we, yeah, I know we were we were really in a pinch. We were getting a little concerned back in September, and I think as we made our way through September, we started little by little finally cutting the deficits, and that kind of has continued now into October. So most of Delmarva is out of the woods right now, uh, but I feel like you know when it comes to rain, you know you can't always get too comfortable. I feel like we we you know we actually need it. Um, you know, and especially as we make our way towards winter, you know, we're, it's, it's going to get a little harder to find because the fact that when you get snow, the amounts of precipitation, so when you convert from, you know, snow to rain amounts, it's usually not a lot. So, um, you know, so we're kind of in a way kind of scrambling here to get as much rain as we can before the actual snow arrives. We're going to more of a drier trend here that yeah. we typically see toward the end of the year and to start. Uh, the new year. So yeah. keeping an eye on that as we go forward. But as we get closer and closer to uh, Thanksgiving and into the first couple days of December, <clears throat> the Mid-Atlantic region is typically susceptible, at least every so often, to getting maybe an early shot of snow. It's yeah. not unheard of. Yeah. And <clears throat> that brings us up to the fact that uh, here at um, 47 ABC WMDT, 
myself, you, Ulysses, and meteorologist Sloan Haynes, we're all getting set to produce our winter weather special this year. It's actually going to be kind of neat. We're going to split it up into three different pieces that we are excited to be able to bring you there for the first week of December on the TV side, and then we'll allow this to live on the web after that. So stay tuned for that. We'll have more details on our winter weather special coming up here in the uh, coming weeks here on the podcast, but it's something that we're excited to get started with and really all about the prep for the winter season, what you could do to prepare. And if you're listening outside of Delmarva, this is going to be applicable for anybody. So this could be for everybody um, getting set for the winter season. And then here locally, our forecast on what we expect to see here snowfall-wise in Delmarva. And it's feast or famine for us here. Usually it's a little bit of snow at one point or another. It's visual more than actually something that sticks on the ground for a long period of time. But, you know, last year, obviously you know this more than anybody, meteorologist Ulysses Garcia was out there. <laughs> you were out there for... Um, all of that big snow that came here through uh, Ocean City and areas in central Delmarva and southern Delmarva. So yeah. it is certainly possible to get that big snowstorm, and it doesn't happen every year, but we do look for that to happen. And typically, that's something that really uh, the percentages of likelihood really spike going into January and February. So we'd like to get that winter weather special out in December to get everybody prepared. So we'll talk about that in the coming weeks. Also, just a reminder, too, if you have a student at home who loves weather, kindergarten through eighth grade, Meteorologist uh, Sloan Haynes is still taking applications for her junior storm team, which she likes to uh, do every week and uh, showcase a student live on Good Morning Delmarva. So definitely sign up for that. If uh, you have a student that's interested in the weather, go to our website, WNDT.com. Go to the weather section, and all the information is there for the junior storm team and how to sign up. But I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week for another edition of WeatherWise for myself meteorologist Ulysses Garcia and of course meteorologist Sloan Haynes. We will be back next Wednesday with another edition of WeatherWise. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week.